BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Eric Sincho Podcast, a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures. From the Baldwin, oops, that's weird. From the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio, Baldwin Ace Hardware, a beacon of DIY awesomeness in the Northland. Played Hurt all weekend. And, uh, God, it sucked. When I say played hurt, it's all relative. I mean, it's not that big of a deal. It's kind of like facetious. You know, when you make your living just kind of popping off and saying stupid shit. I don't know. It's not like I'm digging ditches. So I really got to be sick to not, to not do what I'm supposed to do. So just not quite sick enough. Though last week I did have some low energy days. And that that's I think the worst because when I when I do a show with low energy, I know it and it gets in my head. And so at that given moment, I'm like, well this is the end of the line. Everything's shit from here on out. And it's just a certain, I mean, cause I don't know. I just start to drag and then, uh, and then you, I get in my own head. So the weekend was supposed to be just do nothing and rest, but I did everything. It was busier than ever. I had, um, four games to PA in, wait a minute, in three nights. I had PA Friday, two PA jobs Saturday, one Sunday. Today, none. Tomorrow, I got more PA work. Now, uh, granted, that's not like, oh, I'm so worn out. I'm so tired from speaking into a microphone in front of a bunch of people. Oh, oh, oh. It's nothing like that. But it's the opposite of just 
laying on a bed and doing nothing, which is what I want to do. I don't want to do all I want to do is see about that fucking plane that crashed at Malaysian airlines and see everybody screaming and yelling in the airport saying, where's my babies? And they go, I don't know. Fucking, we, we, we're looking too. That's all I want to do is watch about, watch that fucking documentary. Do I get it? No. And, uh, my throat, I mean, it doesn't take much. It's fine now, but by Friday it was starting to come around, but after doing podcasting all day, and then I sat down to do PA work for the Griffins and you know, I mean, this is just, I'm chit chatting with you, but when I'm doing that, you got to put it into like fifth gear several times a night and that's a little bit more of a struggle. So my throat is killing me. I didn't bring any damn cough drops. And uh, I figured out that I need those. The team uh, uh, like rounds up a pack of cough drops somehow during the game. And go Josh go brings it out to me. I'm like, oh, thank God. And then I ran out. I, I, I'm just like eating them like one after the other. I go, I need more. And he goes, I got even better. And somehow he managed to get um, someone in the office. I don't know who the fuck had a, a, a tea, that echinacea tea called like throat coat or something like that, which sounds like a sex maneuver. He brings out hot tea. Oh my God. I'm like, yes, this is fucking great. People care about me. I'm very lucky. So I get through that. Saturday, though, I got to get up and I got to do the annual police versus hockey. I'm sorry, police versus fire department hockey game. This is an annual thing. But they just started doing it last year. But they're going to do it every year. They got this badass trophy. And everybody there, this is not uh, take it easy, have some fun. These two want to beat the shit out of each other. Grand Rapids Fire Department versus Grand Rapids Police Department. Last year, the fire department won. And the cops have been so pissed off since then that they've been shooting everybody in the back of the head. In fact, you will find out that in that trial for that guy who shot that dude in the back of the head, that he's pissed off. He was pissed off. And on the witness stand, he's going to say, I was pissed off because the fire department beat us. That's why I shot that guy. And they're going to, oh, okay, no problem then. You're free to go. Sorry. That's what I do. Jokes. You got to get, you got to get past that. You got to understand. Yes. It might not fit your timeline for uh, uh, what's what's appropriate, but too bad. So anyway, I go walking up to the uh, the cops are over on the bench before the game starts. They haven't even come out for warm up. I go, I forget who the cop was I was talking. I go, how do you feel? He goes, I'm pissed off. I go, why? He says because. The fire department won last year. It was 365 days ago. I go, uh-huh. So what's going on? He goes, we're going to kick their ass. 
And he says it like, you know, he's ready. He's ready to beat my ass. So I'm like, all right, good luck. And I knew right then and there that the game was over, you know. Um, so both teams come out. And to my surprise, every team member was black. I'm kidding. There wasn't one black dude. Wouldn't that be something? Um, both teams had a lady, fire department lady, police department lady. Uh, some of the players were older, some were younger, some were taller, some were shorter, some were fatter, some were skinnier. We even had an e-bug. Yeah, that was my question too. What the fuck's an e-bug? Captain of the cops comes over to me and he goes, Hey, uh, don't forget to list our, uh, uh, this guy is the e-bug. I go, what the fuck is an e-bug? He goes, how do you know what, how do you don't know? How come, how is it that you don't know what an e-bug is? I go, I've never heard of an e-bug. He says, that's emergency back up goalie e-bug. I go, oh, of course. There's a lot of fans there. There was a lot of fans there. So they, they uh, pay money to go to this. It's like a donation for muscular dystrophy. And then they also get a ticket for the night game with the Griffins. Which they lost. They don't, the Griffins have not won much this year. Been uh, exciting. They're in a lot. Actually, they won on, wait, yeah, they won on Friday in overtime. Saturday in overtime, they lost. So three out of four points. Game starts. Yeah. To start a hockey game between cops and fire. I'm getting ahead of myself. You got to bring out the right, the right thing to start something like this. And that is bagpipes. You know, that's, that's kind of a, uh, I mean, if you, if you uh, do any type of event between cops and fire or any type of ceremony, you gotta have bagpipes and we've got bagpipes. Now, my question is, did all these cops that are on the bagpipes, um, was it like, all right, which one of you cops is going to learn how to play bagpipes? And if that's the case, it must be simple to learn those fucking things. Because I want to learn. I I actually want to try out bagpipes. I've never seen something that can, uh, it looks, when when they play it, it sounds like there's 10 people playing when it's one guy. So they bring out like four of these bagpipers and they play some song. And uh, it was it was way too long. You know, it should have been like uh, 45 seconds tops. And they did like some Stairway to Heaven version of some fucking song that was the same thing over and over again. All right. Finally, we get started. And the cops beat the shit out of the fire department. There's no way I can set up any type of drama here. It was 6 nothing before the fire department finally scored a goal. And when the fire department scored a goal, I don't know why, but the fans threw uh, little plastic p- 
pigs out onto the ice. And I don't know, that was some type of weird, uh, I don't know what, 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 what that was. Why would you, and, and I'm not even sure if it was the fire department who threw them out or the cops who threw them out. So the joke was lost on your old pal, Eric Zane, but there's like 50 of these little tiny uh, plastic pink pigs that squeak. Not sure what the fuck was going on there. They scoop them. It was annoying. Scoop them up. Get the fuck out of there. Um, when the cops scored their first goal. Hang on a second. Your old, pal, your old pal Eric has to blow his nose. Excuse me. Oh, my God. Wish I had a mute button or something like that or waited. So I wasn't doing that. on. I guess I could, but I didn't want to. The cops, one of the cops scores. And uh, this is one of the first goals, first or second goal. And then he's like celebrating. And they're getting ready to go to the conga line. And one of the firemen shoves the cop who scored. And the cop gets butthurt about that. And now he wants to fight the firemen. And uh, he goes, all right. I mean, he completely overreacts. He, he drops his gloves, drops the stick, takes off his helmet, throws his helmet in the air, and he's like, put him up. And the fire dude just skates away. Uh, they ended up both getting two minutes. So that was so awkward, you know, because these aren't professionals. I mean, the fire fire dude, all he does is puts out fires and all the cop does is shoots people. You know, they, they skate over to the bench. They sit down. And it's just awkward. I mean, one guy's next. The fireman dude is to my right. The cop dude is to my left. I'm just waiting for them to say something. It was horrible. Um... Game ends. Trophy comes out. Cops get their picture around the trophy. They're all happy now. The series is now tied at a game apiece. And then the firemen, um, they want to get in for a group picture. And uh, there was several moments where there was uh, near fights in this game. So I announced, all right, firemen, go in there and uh, mingle or fire crew, fire skin. You know, you can't say fireman, policeman. You got to say officer or uh, firefighter. Firefighters, get in there and mingle in with your cop friends. In fact, if you almost got into a fight with a cop, you must stand next to the cop for the picture. Everybody got a big laugh out of that. Nice picture. Away we go. We're done. <coughs> Sam says it's fire people. No, that's too clumsy. Firefighter is what you call them. Excuse me. Hang on. I got to blow my nose again. Oh, God. Terrible. For the Friday game for the Griffs, there was a fist fight. I don't know who the, uh, it was, uh, it doesn't matter who, um, the, um, 
the game starts, and before too long, some dude uh, checks our guy in the face with a cross check. And, uh, I mean, like the stick just hits the guy right in the fucking face. It was terrible. And then our guy comes in, and uh, they're going to fight. And the dude, actually, this was in the uh, Rockford game, so it might have been Saturday. The dude for Rockford had these long, like, super long monkey arms. Our guy is a giant, but so is their guy. And their guy has the has the arms. And so it was literally like when you were a kid and your big brother would put his hand on your head and, uh, you know, he'd say, try to hit me, try to hit me. And you sit there and you windmill your arms and you can't, you're, you're just not close enough. Essentially, that that is what was happening. So... The guy from Rockford is holding our dude with one arm. The guy's trying to throw punches, can't reach him. But the dude from Rockford's just waiting and waiting. And then, bam, bam, bam. And then he goes he goes over the top, and then he throws the uppie. Boom, right in the teeth. That's that. And uh, holy shit. The guy comes back. He comes over to the box, and he's so happy with his performance. This is this is like scoring 10 goals in a game for this guy. He doesn't do anything but beat people up and he's just joyful. He's giddy and he's not he, he didn't seem like a cement head either. He seemed like just a nice guy. He was happy that he he uh did what he's supposed to do. And he sits down and I go I go that reach is tough. He goes nothing he can do. Nothing I guess that's this guy's thing. He, his he's this big knuckle dragger. His arms are so long that that is his way of fighting. I mean, that to me sounds like the most effective fighter on the planet. All you got to do is hold him at arm's length and then wait for the opening and, and kapow. Oh man. Hang on. Daisy. Hey, just licking Bruce. We can't have that. Uh, Sam, uh, trying to get me to play some video, Sam, I can't, I'm doing a show. You know how difficult that is for me to suddenly just, I mean, sometimes it happens and I regret it every time. I regret it every time that I like, okay, I'm going to stop doing what I'm doing and uh, uh, do what you want me to do. Watch some video. I'm sure it's great, but you can't just give me videos while I'm doing a show. You know, I don't, I don't have the, I don't have the option of saying to my partner, Say, hey, guys, uh, talk amongst yourselves while I get Big Sam's video. And I don't even know what it is you're sending me. Why would I do that? Yeah, you can't You can't do that. I've, I've been trying to train you people for the longest time. That I, I, I'm, I'm really, I can't focus on what you want me to do. When I get done, I'll look at it. And if there's time later, I'll utilize it. But no. And besides, if it's something an audience member thinks is great, it probably isn't. Very rarely is something that you send me while I'm doing my show because it popped into your head. Very rarely is the juice worth the squeeze. (coughs) Excuse me. So no, stop encouraging me to look at your video. It's there. 
I'll get around to it. It can wait. Carry on. On the Sam the Jew podcast, you can do shit that way. But I'm trying to keep this as a top-level thing. And me having to stop what I'm doing to address what you think is something I should talk about is silly. Yesterday. Had to go get uh, what I needed to get some supplies for the NFK. Translation, chewing tobacco. He goes, I need some bread and I need, I need some chewing tobacco. And I'm like, okay, buddy. By the way, I had no idea how expensive that stuff is. Jesus. Hang on. Stand by. So he gives me his, uh, his bank card. He goes, yeah, can you buy this for me? I go, yeah, absolutely. Um, he, um, prefers a certain brand. Now I remember he told me that he gets this, uh, product called Grizzly wintergreen long cut because it's cheap. I go into the speedway. I go, can you give me a blister pack? It's like four or five of these little tins of uh, Grizzly wintergreen long cut. And guy goes, we don't have that. You don't have that. Truck didn't come. I'm like, oh, shit. I got to get home. I walk out. I walk back in. I go, do you have a similar product? Skull. Sounds great. $37. All right. Buy it. Go home. Walk up to him. I go, hey, buddy. They didn't have uh, what you wanted. And immediately, what little color is in his face starts to drain. So as I'm pulling out the product, I go, I got you skull. Now his face is just like, what? What? He goes, ooh. Oh. Um, well, thank you, but that's okay. No, thank you. I'm like, what? Is it really that different? I guess that's, you know, whatever. And, uh, all right. Uh, you don't want it? No, no. Uh, Nate says he probably has cans worth of chew on the floor. He could have picked up. No, he does. That's exactly true. And my dogs eat it. My dogs are now addicted to tobacco. Uh, Nick says Grizzly's terrible skull or Kodiak is way better tasting. Not to him. I guess he's used to it. So now I got this fucking thing. I got to take it back. I don't know if you can take those back. Can you take those back? Uh, Nate also says it is different. I don't like anything 
I don't like anything by Grizzly. So, all right. Uh, because that's all right. I, I still got one tin left. I'm going to go, out. okay. And this dude, I mean, it is wake up in the morning. And uh, before a drink of water, before go to the bathroom, before a cup of coffee, uh, before eat anything, it's tobacco. All day. So I think one, I don't know, one a day, a whole tin a day. Ryan says he wonders why his mouth is full of rot and disease. Yes, exactly. So I don't know. I'm a little bit concerned. Um, now, when it comes to medical advice, the doctor said to him, you have cirrhosis and you're very lucky because you have early cirrhosis. Most people who come in to see me, they have cirrhosis that's already progressed and that I tell them they have two years to live. You have not. If you stop drinking now, you will have uh, a life that isn't affected or shortened by um, a dying liver. Dropped it immediately. Done. He hasn't gone back. Been remarkable. I'm very proud of that. Very proud of him for that. So, you know, I don't know, though, if there's anything that the dentist, doctor, oral surgeon can say that would ever get him to stop chewing, though. Dentist, doctor, oral surgeon, you know, maybe if they like, you know, how, who was that? There was a film critic who lost like half his face to like face cancer or something like that. Well, they had to saw off like half of his skull. I forget who he was, Siskel or Ebert. One of those two. And I, you know, I hope not. But my God, uh, would, would he respond? Or if a dentist can say, or a doctor can say, uh, yeah, um, you've got this, this is going to happen to you. If it, we could get him out of this ugly, ugly habit. Holy shit. Last night was the, uh, the Oscars. I didn't watch shit. I know Jamie Lee Curtis won a best supporting actress award for some quirky sci-fi film called everything everywhere anything or something like that and then that film also won like seven and that film uh i think short round is in that movie and a bunch of asian people won and so the world is happy when the Asian people win, do the black people count that as um, equality? Or do they say, no, nah, man. I mean, because you know how it is. Uh, for the longest time, the Oscars was the only way to win was you had to be white. If you were anything but white, you could not win an award. 
So Asians are winning now. Does that mean that the black people are like, all right, yeah. Or are they like, yeah, fuck that shit. Uh, I mean, yeah, white people aren't winning, but black people aren't. So fucking A, I'm sure black people did win. You know, whatever. I don't give a shit. I'm happy if you're happy. The film is called Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. When Jamie Lee Curtis won, radio voice Linda took a picture of Jamie Lee Curtis and said, look, you won an Oscar. Fucking animal. Yes, we have the same haircut. But she is beautiful, okay? I guess it would be like me having sex with myself if Jamie Lee Curtis and I were nude. Um, Short Round won some award. I guess Short Round hasn't been in a film since the Indiana Jones movie that he was in. And there was a moment where Harrison Ford presented an award and Short Round won it or some shit. So Short Round comes up and he's, Indy, Indy. And they had like a moment. I didn't even know that that was Short Round. I thought that that kid died when he like uh, ate Life Cereal or Pop Rocks or some shit like that. I might be getting things mixed up there. Stand by. I'm still sick, and uh, I bought some terrific cough syrup. Oh, God. The daytime stuff is great, and then the nighttime stuff, because you take a big slug off of that, and then you sleep like it's crazy. And then weirdo dreams. Non-gay, though. I had no gay dreams while I slept. Um, Jimmy Kimmel hosted. All good. That's my Oscar update. Not going to act like I watched it. I didn't. Thank you for checking out the show on Facebook and on Twitter and on YouTube. It's time for you to go, though. If you want the full show uninterrupted, like the rest of the audience, you must get it on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. Or download the Twitch app and search Eric Zane Live. All one word. Follow the page so you know when I go live and subscribe to it as well so you can catch a show without commercials. Brought to you by Amazon Prime. You can link up your Twitch account with Amazon Prime and get it for free, meaning no commercials. If you don't have Amazon Prime, don't worry about it. Just sit through the commercials, no big deal. (coughs) Or if you want the commercials to disappear, you can throw a few bucks at it. It's up to you. Thank you. It does help when you subscribe, though. So if you have uh, Amazon Prime, definitely do do that. And download the audio podcast wherever you download shows. Just search Eric Zane Show podcast on iHeart or Apple Podcasts or Spotify. I'm on all of them. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Email me when you want to say hello. Drop me a line on the Shoreliners striping inbox. Eric at EricZaneShow.com. 
Have a great day and goodbye. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Twitch, Facebook, brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Twitter, brought to you by Blue Frost IT. Thank you. I was traipsing through Meyer yesterday. Getting set to uh, make some notoriously infamous crispy chicken sandwiches last night after the basketball game. So I got to get a few things. And as I'm walking by one of the aisles, I see a child down the aisle. Hang on. I see a child down one of the aisles. There's two kids in a shopping cart. And one somehow, like mom turns away to go grab something. And the dumb fuck kid tumbles out of the cart and I happen to look down the aisle just as his head and face strike the floor of Meyer stand by damn it oh Jesus sorry I'm struggling and I hear it Funk, and I see it and I'm like oh well that kid's dead the aisle is packed with people and I don't understand how people do this the mom freaks out she goes rushing down picks the kid up and you know this kid is uh, he's fucking screaming man oh and all these people are just like, no one is saying a word. They just, they're just walking by. They're just like, I'm like, holy shit. Fucking someone ask him if he's okay. You know, maybe he's paralyzed or some shit. So I go down there. Everybody is like, why do you always have to get involved with everything? What, what is, what is wrong with you? I'm like, well, I want to make sure he's okay. So I go walking up to the lady and I go, did he hit his head? Now I know he hit his head. I watched him. She goes, yes. And the kid is, ah, kid is screaming. And the other kid's just sitting there, not saying a word. He thinks it's great. His brother hit his head. And uh, now I'm at a point where, um, I don't know what to say. This is probably why no one walks up to her. And I said, is he okay? I go, is, is he all right? Is the little guy all right? You know, and you, you got to have that tone. You got to have that, hey, it's going to be okay tone. 
And the kid's got a mark right on his forehead. It looks like it's going to be like a like a goose egg or something. She goes, yeah, yeah. And uh, then I'm like, well, I don't know what to say. I don't, I, this is why people don't say anything. This is why I should have I should have done what everybody else did and not say anything. But I was I was worried. Every, I mean, seriously. And uh, I go, uh, let me see. And I'm like, why why did I why did I say that? As soon as I said it, I was like, and then she kind of looks at me and gives me the side eye, like, I got this, fucker. I'm like, okay, uh, all right, well, I hope he feels okay. Uh, bye. Want to, like, go get a steak and, like, put it on there. I got the fuck out of there. And then the kid, he cries for, you know, the whole time, for the rest of the di- rest of the shopping trip, the kid's screaming. And I can hear him, like, two aisles over, just wailing. I'm like, yeah, that's that's the. Uh, I'm just thinking to myself, God. I mean, I remember whenever my kids hit their head, the first thing I thought was, all right, now they have a brain bleed, and they're slowly but surely gonna fade away. So I'm like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. I think the kid's fine, but I was freaking out. Nate says, you see the damage, then you vagal and hit your head on the floor next. Oh, that's true. I forgot about that. Rom says that is an underrated, awkward interaction. Lesson learned. Try not to do anything. Don't act concerned. Just keep going. Pretend you didn't see it. Holy crap. Ladies and gentlemen, the basketball tournament is here. And uh, Blue State Rob sent me a reminder that we have our group our tournament group. Okay. Let me get the link. I'll send it to you. And I'll, I'll uh, if you're listening to the audio podcast, I will put it in the show notes. Uh, I think that's it. That is not it. What the fuck? That is not right. That is right. I think that's right. Oh, no. That's definitely not right. There it is. Linda writes, I'll probably have to win this one, too. Uh, there's already four of you that are in it. Blue State Rob and these three. I don't know even know who the fuck these are. This is create a bracket now. The Eric Zane Show podcast bracket. I was going to do this, but Rob did it for me. Thank you. Same deal. Pick and, uh, and good luck. Um, the dude from Alabama, I still don't understand how this happened. The dude from Alabama, the star player, 
brings a gun for a friend to kill someone. How do you not get charged for that? I mean, okay, let's say uh, I'm, I'm working at a radio station. And the news gets out that I brought a gun and said, here you go. This is for you to kill someone. And then someone kills someone, my friend. And then uh, the word gets out and the radio station says, ah, don't worry about it. Maureen says, I think you mean the douche, the douche from Alabama. What did I say? That is what I, that is what I said, isn't it? Kyle says there's a clause. If you're a good athlete, charges are automatically dropped. Corey says it has to be at least attempted murder. If the guy didn't actually try to do it, then I guess there's no crime. Well, even so, if you're the team, how is it 2023 and you can just say, oh, hey, well, hey, there's no crime. He's fine. Alabama is a number one seed in basketball. What kind of a fucking idiot do you have to be when... I mean, it's one thing if you're just a fucking dude who doesn't know how to play basketball really well and and you don't have, like, a future ahead of you worth millions and millions of dollars. Okay? It's one thing if you're just an idiot. (coughs) Excuse me. But to me, if you're an idiot who's also great at sports and you're going to be worth millions of dollars down the road, Why the fuck would you be involved in something like this? To me, that's a new level of dumb fuck to risk all of that. And the only reason why this guy is getting off is probably because he's an athlete. Maybe he's so bold, he wants to see how far he can take it. Uh, Greg Gumbel, who has been covering the uh, tournament for years, he's been around forever. Greg Gumbel criticized for how he addressed murder charges facing former Alabama player. So the star player gave the gun to the former Alabama player who then killed somebody. Darius Miles is the guy's name. Miles was indicted uh, on Friday for the murder of some chick, Jamea Jonay Harris. A cop testified that the star player for Alabama, Brandon Miller, brought the gun used in the killing. Mike uh, Miles and his friend Michael Lynn Davis have both been indicted while Miller has not been charged with any crime. This is what uh, Greg Gumbel said. 
He's saying what should be said, in my opinion. You need to reference this. Audio check, video check. All you see is a graphic of the bracket. And then you'll hear Greg Gumbel say this. 29 wins to set a school record. They sidestepped a situation involving criminal activity in which Brandon Miller was associated. He was not charged. They are here as the number one overall seed. And they will be in the first and second round games in Birmingham, Alabama on Thursday and Saturday. Okay, so I don't I don't see anything wrong with that. In fact, that was tame. I wish he would have said more. I would have said Brandon Miller still on the team despite uh, delivering the murder weapon. And he is culpable, but nobody cares. Will lead the Crimson Tide on the court because they have 29 wins. That's what he should have said. Or he should have said Brandon Miller's a fucking asshole who was involved in the murder of this chick. But no one gives a shit because he's good at basketball. This dumb fuck from um, Barstool says CBS and Greg Gumbel are making a ton of mistakes today. What Are you suggesting that he shouldn't have said anything? I mean, I, I guess I don't know. Nice of Greg Gumbel to mention that Bama sidestepped the situation. Someone's dead because their best player bought. Okay, so they're suggesting they're actually with me. Stand by. Oh, God. These people are pissed off. I got it wrong. I thought they were pissed off because he said something. I don't think that 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 was that bad. I mean, maybe they want him to say more. I don't know how else you expect him to uh, address it. I don't think he's going to do it the way I wanted him to. Greg Gumbel burying Alabama's murdering problem. That's fantastic. So that's why he's getting grief. Greg Gumbel, Alabama sidestepped criminal activity to get the number one seat. Euphemism alert. The freshman who was a top prospect for the 2023 NBA draft was named the SEC's player of the year. <coughs> Excuse me. Okay, let me uh let me check that out again. I actually want to hear the clip again of him. 29 wins to set a school record. They sidestepped a situation involving criminal activity in which Brandon Miller was associated. He was not charged. They are here as the number one overall seed, and they will be in the first. I thought, I thought that was actually pretty damn good because he addressed it. He didn't lose his professionalism. I don't know what you expect him to say. Give the guy a break. Would it have been great if he said, Brandon Miller is a fucking asshole who should be in prison for the rest of his life. Yeah, that would have been great. But then, you see, then he doesn't work anymore. Then he loses his job. And uh, that's that's no fun. Maureen says he'll be charged after, after the tournament is over. Well, that's even worse. That's even worse. All right, so get your bracket filled out. 
I don't know. I think that I think it. Uh, I think there's like 500 teams that are in it now. There's a, everything's a play-in game. I don't even know when the play-in game start. Doesn't even matter. Who cares? I don't know why they have the damn play-in game. You've got a whole other tournament. There's like two other tournaments. I think there's the NIT, which is for the shitty teams. And then there's a tournament for teams that didn't even win one game. They're, it's all shit. Like Michigan, they're, they're horrible. Those fucking morons are in the NIT as like a two seed. And they barely have a winning record. They stink. So all the shithead teams get into that tournament. And then the teams that shouldn't even have a program are in another tournament. So make your picks. Now, I have a top prize. If you have a perfect bracket, uh, you win $100 million. So if you pick every game correct, and you correctly pick the winner, the national champion, you have a perfect bracket. I will personally give you $100 million. Good luck. You're allowed one bracket. And um, I hope you do well. I hope you win. Sign up. For listener-supported ad-free Patreon. More podcasting each and every day. dot com. I put a Facebook post out the other day giving away some hockey tickets. <coughs> I said, like this for a chance to win hockey tickets. And someone won them. Some nice lady won them. And uh, it was like 350 people that liked it. Uh, and then... Sarah made a great point. She goes, God, if all these people signed up for Patreon, you would be killing it. You're right. Thank you for that. If you follow the show, please consider signing up for one month of Patreon to try it out. It's going to set you back five or $10. If you like it, then you can convert it to a yearly and I will take 10% off of the cost. Or you can let it ride month to month up to you. I put 11 bonus shows a week on Patreon. In fact, this week, I, uh, oh my God, the Who Are These Zanes was ridiculous. The Ben and Eric Patreon podcast is one of the best of all time, including Jimmy. When I asked him, I went to him to eulogize his friend, Michael Rhodes, the bass player. And I go, no, how long did you know this guy? I mean, you indicated he was a great friend of yours. And he goes, ah, three days. So awkward. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. The opening live stream of today's show brought to you by Tag Accounting and Tax Services. Tax time is now. You can still sign up. You got plenty of time to get your taxes done. 616-301-9516 for Tag Accounting. No matter where you are in the U.S., reach out to Tag. Don't dilly-dally. Don't, I'll do it myself. You're going to get about... One hour into that effort, and you're going to go, ah, fuck it. I'm just calling. Just call now. 616-301-9516. Thank you. Tag Accounting and Tax Services. Anywhere in the U.S., you can utilize Tag Accounting. Get your return done. Typically, your returns are going to be just north of 100 bucks. 
Maybe a little more depending on the complexity. Like my return, super complex. A fucker charged me 600 bucks. That's all right. It's worth it. Get your money back fast. Tag accounting. Like the uh, the NFK, his return, 100 bucks. He's already got his money back, bastard. 616-301-9516. I got a car dealership in town. Sarah Honda Granville. Oh, my gosh. S-E-R-R-A-H-O-N-D-A. Sarah Honda Granville. They're on Kennewa Avenue, just north of 44th Street in Granville, Michigan. Go check out the brand new Hondas. Test drive one or two or three today. They also have an unbelievable inventory of certified pre-owned cars. You can drive home in a uh, certified pre-owned car today. Go see the selection at Sarah Honda Granville online at sarahondagranville.com. Love the uh, Kent County Health Department. My God, doing great work keeping people fed. If you or someone you know or love, maybe your neighbor, maybe a relative, maybe you, you're having uh, issues keeping food on the table, get in touch with the Kent County Health Department and see if you qualify for WIC, okay? Each month, you get an allotment of food to feed the family with. It's on a card. Reach out to the Kent County Health Department at 616-632-7200 or check out their website, accesskent.com slash health. Okay. I need to take a break. I will be right back. Chris says, Zane, since I'm new, I need an explanation on the acronym NFK. Okay. My brother-in-law had a uh, lobotomy. I'm not even kidding you. Years ago, a temporal lobe lobotomy. Big portion of his brain was removed. So now his filter is gone. Um, the prefrontal cortex of your brain is the thing that when you see someone and you think they look like fuck, the prefrontal cortex is going to keep you from telling them that they look like fuck. It's a filter. He doesn't have one. So he is known as No Filter Kevin or the NFK. There have been several moments we don't like to take him out in public when uh, bad things happen because of this. Probably the worst was we were up north visiting uh, the trailer, uh, Fear Bunker North, him and I. We decide to go to a nature exhibit and we're walking through this uh, nice building that they have right in the middle of the forest where you can look at like stuffed beavers and bobcats and bears, shit that normally runs through the woods. And a dumb fuck had a sweatshirt over his shoulder and we're surrounded by, you know, 15 Cub Scout packs and strollers and moms and dads. And the, the sweatshirt fell off of his shoulder and landed on the ground. And then... He got so pissed off that he actually gave it the finger and called it out loud an effing N-word. This yellow sweatshirt. He referred to the yellow sweatshirt as an effing N-word. And so my eyes get as big as saucers. Every Cub Scout turns, needle scratch, piano drop, silverware on plates dropping. Oh, 
Everybody looks, and I'm like, oh. And I, I pick it up. I go, I got it, buddy. Yeah. I put my arm around him, and then I'm, I'm turning over my shoulder. People like, he's okay. He's, he's a, it's no, it's nothing. He's okay. And then I, 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 I walk him out. I go, it's, uh, yeah, we gotta go. We, we, we can't be here now. So we don't, we don't go out that much. There have been other times too. Eventually I'll tell those stories too, but that's essentially why the NFK. Yeah, I know. Here's a guy that uh, helped Jimmy out on this song that Jimmy knew for three days. Aram writes, Eric, if you get a chance, can you recall what legal incident caused you to have to stop doing PA pranks on Freebird and Hot Wings? I don't, I don't think there was one. I think the reason why I stopped doing that, if I, the way I recall it, was it, um, it was getting very difficult to do that. You know, I'd been doing these for years and years and years, and it seemed like it was uh, becoming harder and harder to be successful doing it. I th- I think uh, then I kind of like uh, was like, yeah, I keep getting caught. No one's doing it. Like I'd, I'd spend three hours on a Saturday, and then um, and then uh, I, you know, I would give up. Aram says there was one that went bad and you guys couldn't talk about it. Wow. I don't, I don't remember that. Hang on. Okay. I got to take this medicine. Um, yeah. If you find that audio somewhere, let me know. Uh, Chris says mattress store. No, you're combining things. Mattress store was a Joe stunt. You're wondering about all the pauses. My body is betraying me. All the talking and yelling and making jokes causes issues. Sam says laundromat. No, laundromat was a, was yes, Joe got in trouble, but it was awesome. It sucked me in. All right, here's a shot of Walgreens cough syrup. Devastating, horrible. Pool balls in the dryer. I don't think we did pool balls. I think we did golf balls in the dryer. Sorry. Stand by again. Oh my God. Sorry. I just don't feel great today. Actually, I feel good, but I'm still working my way through this stupid illness. Who knows? I actually got a bunch of uh, audio from my pal, Tony, who I used to do radio with in Tennessee. 
And um, I've got some PA pranks that I did when I was on that radio station there. It'll uh, find its way to who are these Zanes, I'm sure. Uh, Because of the laundromat, Joe had to retire PTSD and also the Chicago gangs. Uh, Sam says green cough medicine is for nighttime. Orange is for daytime. Enjoy your green stuff. You just took It's not true. This is, this is orange. You dumbass. All right. Let's talk, um, drag time story hour. So the idea is. People dressed up in drag show up at places and they read books to kids. Now, unless if the drag queen is saying, all right, this is Curious George. And uh, later on, the man in the uh, yellow hat is going to suck George's dick. Then I don't have a problem with it. As long as it's age appropriate. Now, if there's a drag show where it's, you know, adult themed, I know I don't, I don't want a kid going to that. But if a drag queen is just going to read a book to a kid, I don't care about that. And anyone who thinks that a drag queen reading a book to a kid is going to make a kid want to change their gender, you're fucking nuts. It's the dumbest thing ever. But stupid people think that that is the thing, that if a drag person is in the same room as a person who is like a child, that that will um, make them want to change their gender. That is not true. Okay. So there was an event where um, in Detroit where a bunch of dudes dress up like chicks and they read books to the kids. It happened at Sidetrack Bookshop in downtown Royal Oak. Now, Royal Oak's real trendy. It's a sweet place, man. Great. That whole area, uh, Ferndale, Royal Oak, it's just sweet. It's awesome. That's where Diana grew up. She grew up in next door in Birmingham. Um, and uh, so a bunch of protesters are there. And the protesters are from Grand Rapids. Here, I'm telling you, this is Grand Rapids, West Michigan, is the center of the bigotry universe. All hate groups begin in Grand Rapids. So a bunch of white dudes get together and they're going to go harass the people that are at the drag time story hour and give them a bunch of shit. All right. Here's what's happening. Audio check as Mary something says, yes, thank you. First time chat. She's probably new and just hearing something that I said and she likes it. So let's uh, check this story out and see what these bigots 
have up their sleeve this time. We move now to major drama over drag queens in Royal Oak. Just hours ago, the Sidetrack Bookshop hosted a drag queen story time for young kids and their parents. A conservative group based in Grand Rapids making the trip to Metro Detroit to demonstrate against the event while hundreds of people in favor of... <laughs> the sign says dazzling. Uh, drag queen stands for dazzling, rights to express, amazing, something Quiet, power, equal, yeah, effervescence, yeah, okay. Uh, and then there's opposing signs. Story time. Um, Showed up to show their support. The controversy led to crowds of people chanting and arguing over LGBTQ rights in downtown Royal Oak. 7 Action News reporter Sarah Groomer starts us off with... Sarah Groomer? Wait a minute. Did they just say that the reporter's name is Sarah Groomer? <laughs> An exclusive interview with one of the drag queens involved. This isn't the first time that... Si That's not... Her name is Grimmer. But he... De I know who that is. That's, I've seen her before. But he definitely said Sarah Groomer. While hundreds of people in favor of story time showed up to show their support. The controversy led to crowds of people chanting and arguing over LGBTQ rights in downtown Royal Oak. 7 Action News reporter Sarah Groomer starts us off with an exclusive interview yes. with one of the drag queens involved. This isn't the first time that Sidetrack Bookshop has hosted a drag queen story time, but it is the first time that it has drawn out hundreds of people covering every corner here on Washington Avenue. Serenity Sapphire is one of the three drag queens who read it. Yeah, I mean, come on, you're just reading a book. What's the big deal? Children's Saturday afternoon at Sidetrack Bookshop in downtown Royal Oak. I pulled up in the garage. We had I had five escorts. Emotions were high as earlier in wow, the look at this brand new party based out of Grand Rapids posted that they planned to travel to the bookshop to protest the drag queen story time, and they did. What adults do behind closed doors is one thing, but I don't think my child should be exposed to it. Well, the protest. Okay, see, this is what I mean. Drag queens are reading books to kids. They're not, it isn't like uh, they're going to start butt fucking right there in front of the children. This is why, in my opinion, the most discriminated group of people are these people. Gays, lesbians, transgender people, they are, holy fuck, they have to have some thick fucking skin in order to exist. Because... These assholes are saying, no, you can't read a book in front of kids. And anybody who thinks that a kid is going to be like, oh, yeah, little Tommy loves girls. And then he gets Curious George read to him by some dude dressed up as a chick. Suddenly he's going to want to start sucking dick. That's bullshit. It doesn't work that way. Little Tommy's known for the longest time that he's wanted to suck dick. Our pal Kyle Ryan, who's enjoying this show right now, a gay man. He was born with a dick in his mouth. He'll tell you that himself. Sirs that came out Saturday afternoon, they posted that they were coming because they were against the grooming and sexualization of children. Yeah. There's Sarah Groomer. When you hear that, what do you think? Honestly, when I hear that, it goes in one ear and out the other. 
I, don't, I haven't really put a thought to it because that's not what we're doing. Serenity says there's a misconception yes. that drag is sexual, and that's not always the case. There's many different forms, and for her on Saturday, it was about exposure. If they grow up around queens and things like this, you won't have a, when you grow up, you won't have a hate bone in your body. Not everyone agrees. David Robles from Genesee County said he doesn't want transgender culture pushed on his son. Pretending to be the, uh, the other sex, um, you know, reading to, uh, reading to children. And that's, obviously, that's going to cause a lot of confusion. I'm oh, no, it's not, you fucking moron. They're so much smarter than you. Kids aren't going to go, oh, that, now I want dick. Come on. Majority of the crowd Saturday was people who showed up to protest the protesters. And let's be honest. If any parent brings their kids, the parents who are going to bring their kids to drag time story hour, those kids, those parents probably are aware that their kids are gay. All right. You know, it's not like you're going to have um, parents like some of the shit kickers that surround me. All right. If, you know, it's not like a parent is going to be like, all right, I know you're not gay. Let's go watch this. That's not going to happen. Most of the families that go to these with their kids, they suspect that their children are gay to begin with. And supported the event. At times, arguments. Got and what that other asshole said, it's like no one's making those kids have to go. Their parents are bringing them to the event. Got heated. <laughs> 2023 is shaping up to be a major year for the trans community, specifically in regards to state legislation. Some states are considering banning gender surgeries for those under 18, transgender women competing in women's sports, what bathrooms those who are transgender can use, and more. All right, let me weigh in on all of these things, because you might think that I, um, I would be against all of these things. I a million percent agree that People under 18 should not have transgender surgery. Uh, transgender women competing in women's sports. I don't think that that should be. Transgender bathroom use. Fucking have an individual bathroom. That's what I feel. So you might be like, but Jesus, how can you be one but not the other? Well, I am. That That is the way I am. I have to be. Yeah, I don't think that uh, that those things are appropriate, but I think that they should absolutely be allowed to do what they're doing here. It's ridiculous. About the only one that I might change on is transgender bathroom use. Because if a person has gone through the procedure and has actually, uh, you know, actually become a woman, um, then yeah, whatever. But I don't know how you're going to police that. Inside Saturday's story time, the books may have been about unicorns and rocket ships. I'm a unicorn. So this this uh, transgender woman here is like, this is I, this horn. I want that in my anus. But outside, it was about the future generation. When you trust the science, you're a man or a woman. Okay, here we go. You, you don't get to be either or. Well, it says you. And that's just the way it is. And I don't want my son to be confused. No, we're not. Well, there needs not. Your kid's not there, you fucking moron. You're doing your job then. Good for you. We're not here to be a sexual symbol. We're not here to hurt anybody. We're not here to groom anything. We're not here to put any bad agendas out there. We're here to 
simply entertain you. That's it. Reporting in Royal Oak, I'm Sarah Grummer for 7 Action News. Thank you, Sarah Groomer. Um, you know who wins in all this? These transgender uh, performers. They are, I don't even know if they're transgender. They might just be drag queens. They, it, they, they might be man's men or men's man or man's men. I don't know. I don't care. But they're the ones who win because they're probably going to be paid a hell of a lot of money to show up at the next show. This is great. Corey says um, about the guy who said, you got to trust the science. You asked him about climate change and they ignore the science to ask him about this. And they all talk about his All they talk about is science. Jesse says, seriously, we are dumb as fuck at 18 still. I don't even think you should be allowed to make porno at 18. Still too young. Yeah, I got to do something. Chris from Buffalo says, it amazes me that the previous generations always told us we could be president, fireman, whatever, but trans, we can't have that. Blue State Rob says, as long as I don't see a dick, a turd, or muff, I don't care what bathroom people use. Yeah, I agree with that too. Sam the Jew says there are two genders and the vaccine works. And then he writes, fight me. All right. Lorraine says, I agree with you, Eric. Kyle Ryan, who knows a hell of a lot more about gender identity than I do being that he's into dudes writes. I agree with Zane. Children should not change their gender. Wait until you are a legal adult. Chris says these people are reading to kids. What are the straights doing for the kids? (coughs) Excuse me. (coughs) Damn it. It's not pushing. Kids are fucking innocent and don't know what people originally were born as. Brandis says, I'm subscribed. Why the fuck am I getting these stupid ass ads? Missing the good stuff. I don't know. I was told you don't get the ads when you link up your Amazon Prime account. I don't know, Brandis. I'm sorry about that. Sam the Jew says, why do these drag queens feel like they have to read books to little kids? Bunch of perverts. Yeah, well, you're, you're, you're combining the, some type of sexual element to this. And I don't, I don't think that that is the case here. I don't think there's anything sexual about this. Um. This person says, I had no idea there were so many bigots in Grand Rapids. I'm used to it being in Texas, but kind of surprised. Oh, yes, we are. This is this is the most radicalized area of the United States. They're all radical. 
Uh, Sam says drag queens are trying to be sexual XD. I don't know what the XD means. Uh, I didn't. I didn't see that. I didn't see that in there. It looked like she was just reading a book. I'm surprised uh, you you saw it different. Well, no, I'm not because I I think you're kind of uh, tipping your hand there. Brandis says bigots everywhere, but my state is chock full of them. Fuck Iowa. It's not like it is here, though. That's liberal compared to here. All right. That's about all I can handle on drag shit. Stand by. Thank you, TC Paintball. If you want to book an event, do it at TC Paintball, the premier paintball facility in Michigan. This is a destination. Indoor, outdoor, village play, airball play. TCPaintballGR.com. Book your event, whether it's work uh, workplace team building uh, drag paintball. That's something we should consider. Drag paintball. So chicks got to dress up like dudes. Dudes got to dress up like chicks. Paintball war. We'll call it the drag ball, uh, paintball war. Drag ball. There you go. Doesn't matter to Rick. Your money spends the same. TCPaintballGR.com. There's a place I want you to go when you want to buy flooring, when you need to buy flooring for your home. It is Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet. So the pricing there is lower than anyone else you will ever find. They buy a ton of flooring by the 53-foot trailer full, set it up inside of the store, inside of the discount outlet, and then it all sells out. The best brands. Uh, the best, uh, the, I said breast, the best styles. Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet. When you mention my name, you will save 10%. Where is this place? In Granville, Michigan. So Chicago Drive, right, uh, right as it approaches that little downtown area. It's just to the west of that little downtown on the north side of the street behind Little Caesars. Just remember behind Little Caesars, Johnson Carpet One discount outlet. Lower price than anybody else, guaranteed. And then on top of that, when you say Eric Zane, when you say my name, you will save an additional 10% at Johnson Carpet One discount outlet. If you're looking for uh, some place to eat tonight, I am making you dinner. I will make you an unbelievable burger tonight at Bosco's Pub. I will be there helping out my pal Doug. That is his restaurant. And I have I am his trusty kitchen assistant. Bosco's Pub in Hudsonville, Michigan, part of Terra Square. I want to see that place full of drag queens. The new drag queen hangout is Bosco's Pub. I'll see you there, part of Terra Square. In Hudsonville, Michigan. I'll tell you what. You get a bunch of drag queens walking down the street in Hudsonville. 
there's going to be some fireworks. All right? That'll be amazing. Maybe wait till the weather clears up, though. It's kind of funky. All right. I had this one sent to me by a couple of people. It's a baseball game between two teams. It doesn't matter. Mississippi Valley State taking on New Orleans. College baseball game. No one cares. It's bad enough that it's baseball. All right. Um, Now, I, I I should address this. If um, the Tigers do well, I will follow baseball. If they don't do well, I don't care. Rick says April 16th or April 23rd. Get at me later for paintball. April 16th. Otherwise, I don't care about baseball. But if something ridiculous happens, I'm following it. In this case, okay. This guy from whatever team is up to bat. I think New Orleans. No, he's from uh, Mississippi Valley State. His team's down seven to three. They're going to lose. There's two outs in the ninth. This is their last hope. Audio check, video check. He gets mad because the pitch is low and he doesn't think it's a a strike and the ump calls his first pitch a strike. But that's a big gamble to take in the ninth. Okay, the audio's low. I apologize for that. Let me see if I can adjust that. It's a, you know, college broadcast. All right, so that pitch is low. Watch this guy's reaction. But that's a big gamble to take in the ninth. (coughs) Excuse me. Now, it definitely was low. 1-1. Call the strike there, and it's 1-2. And, and, oh, my. Mims is showing where. So, Mims is upset there. Now, the next pitch is almost a wild pitch. It's so bad that the catcher barely catches it. That's how bad of a pitch it is. The ump is pissed, though, and wants to go home. He's pissed at this guy for bitching at the last one. Watch what the ump does. One, two coming. It's down. Oh, my gosh. He calls a strike on the guy. Wow. He got rung up on ball two, and the game is over. Oh, my God. It's so bad that the catcher for the winning team is consoling the guy who got the bad uh, got the ball called a strike on him. He's saying, hey, it's okay. I don't know why he did that to you. One, two coming. It's down. Oh, my gosh. Wow. He got rung up on ball two, and the game is over. Oh, my.
my goodness, that is horrific. Well, the privateers win the game, a game they look The privateers? Like they were gonna that sounds like a fucking Hall and Oates record. In anyway, but Hummer just wanted to go okay. home. Look at all the players reacting on the winning team. They're like mouths open. What? The privateers are a winner. Seven to three. You're fine. Oh. So obviously, uh, the ump didn't want to be there. He didn't. He didn't like that. That uh, that that dude was having a temper tantrum about the strike. So he he paid him back. You see, I love that. That should be a thing in every game that the umpires would be encouraged by baseball that, okay, if the players piss you off, you are allowed to do whatever you want back to them. So, like, let's say if uh, some idiot is bitching about a strike and then the next pitch, he hits a home run, the ump can say, nope, that's an out. That should be okay. Or just throw people out of the game for no reason at all. That would make the game more interesting, you know? Um, But alas, it's gone the other way. Uh, This conference, Southland Conference, has decided that the umpire is in trouble. After an egregious called third strike, some would pronounce that egregious between New Orleans and Mississippi Valley State. By the way, um, Greg actually, free beer, smug beer, actually years ago, taking that word egregious and, and adding an R as egregious is one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. It was it was so stupid whenever he would do that shit that I would actually get mad. And the only reason why I wasn't yelling at him is because I was laughing too hard at how stupid he is. What the fuck is wrong with you? That's like fucking dumbass hot wings. Uh, naive knave. You asshole. Anyway, the Southland Conference has suspended the ump. The uh, umpire appeared to retaliate because of Mims' reaction on the pitch prior. The conference says, the Southland Conference is committed to promoting and enforcing the principles and standards of good sporting conduct and connection with all conference activities involving our member institutions, including competition against non-conference opponents, the conference expects this conduct to be up. What a bunch of bullshit. They should have said, yeah, well, that them's are the breaks. Don't piss off the ump. But everything nowadays has to be a fucking uh, drama-filled catastrophe because everybody's feelings are hurt. My God. After a lot of more flowery language, the home plate umpire's conduct and action were deemed detrimental to the conference 
and in violation of Section 3, Character and Conduct of the CCA Mechanics Manual for Baseball. The umpire has been removed from the series, has been suspended indefinitely. Yeah, you don't want that to happen. You don't want umpires quitting. That's bullshit. I say go out of your way to make incorrect calls. That makes the game more enjoyable. You know, if you ever, if you, if you're like, um, because ultimately you want people to pay attention to your sport. So if I'm running baseball, whether it be college or pro or whatever, uh, I'm like, look, I have like a, a, an earpiece in the guy's ear and you say, Hey, I want you to throw out the manager for no reason whatsoever. Okay. Just go over there and, uh, call him the N word and get him the fuck out of there and then see what happens and then have all the camera. I mean, you, you gotta, you gotta go for it. This is about getting viewers. In my opinion, that would spice up the game. Tyler's getting this wrong. He writes, it's nice to actually see a sports official being held accountable for sucking at their job. No, he did not suck at his job. He didn't get the call wrong. Dumbass. He made that guy pay for being a bitch. That's getting it right. You want that. You want the refs to take over the game. Touchdown. Nope. Because you're an asshole. You're getting no touchdown because you're a cock. I loved it. Stand by. I got to blow my nose. Excuse me. Having a tough time. Doing my best, though. All right. I want to get to this. Um, Serena and Venus Williams' dad is Richard. He's the guy that Will Smith did that film King Richard about. Will Smith played Richard Williams. All right. And, uh, I mean, I don't know anything about this guy. I can't say, I can only assume that he was like a dick raising those girls to be great athletes. You know how it is with parents. A few exist in the world that make great athletes. And some do it in a way that the person becomes a great athlete and doesn't hate their dad. I don't know for sure, but I suspect this guy was a cock when those girls were growing up. And, uh, you know, who knows if there's resentment? I can't say for sure. I didn't see the movie. I don't know enough about him. But this happens all the time where the dads like project on the kids and uh, make them great athletes. Sometimes it backfires. I don't know if it necessarily backfired on him with his relationship with his girls. I mean, they, they went on to become 
Some of the best tennis players ever. I don't know about the relationship between him and the chicks. Maybe it's great. Maybe it's not. I don't know. But first of all, he's not that healthy. Um, He's getting older. But I've got an interview that I wanted to play, a clip of an interview. Um, He was interviewed by Good Morning Britain, Richard Williams. Uh, Leading up to the Oscars, which I indicated earlier, were last night. Last year's Oscars, that was where uh, Chris Rock made the crack about uh, Will Smith's wife. And he got all pissed off and smacked him across the face. Incredible moment. So Will Smith was there in support of... uh, a year ago, that film King Richard, which he then won an award for and which was so surreal that, you know, half an hour earlier, he's smacking Chris Rock and 30 minutes later, he's collecting the award is unbelievable. Well, good morning. Britain interviewed, uh, Richard Williams. Now this is an old timer. So you got to understand where this is coming from. He thinks that, Will Smith did the right thing by smacking Chris Rock. This is the first time that Richard Williams has spoke out about this. I kind of wish he'd have done it right after. And it's kind of, I mean, if you feel this way now, you probably felt even more impassioned when it first happened. You should have said it right then. But anyway, he didn't say shit. And now he is saying something. And you don't hear anything. I just had a bad feeling. I caught that. (laughs) All right. Let me try that again. A rare and extremely revealing interview. Richard Williams, who is the father and former coach of tennis champions Venus and Serena, has broken his silence to defend actor Will Smith slapping comedian Chris Rock at last year's Oscars. Do you still stand by him? Yeah, I always stand by I think he done the best way he need to do. But I'll never be discussed with Mr. Smith. Matter of fact, I appreciate Mr. Smith. And you don't see any wrong in what he's done? I don't done. see nothing wrong with him. <laughs> the 81-year-old even suggested... The- you see, that's what old-timers do. They don't give a shit. That's the way he would have done it back then, you know? So that's where this comes from. He doesn't understand the comedy. He's probably not a bit of humor in this dude. He doesn't understand the joke. He thinks that uh, the wife uh, just was disrespected, even though uh, I think, you know, with all of the philandering on her part, uh, he probably doesn't even pay attention to any of that shit. Violence. He probably doesn't even know. It's justified because of Chris Rock's inappropriate joke about Smith's wife, Jada. When I was about 51 years and younger, I almost killed any damn one. So I think Mr. Smith done He says, if I was 51 years younger, I would have almost killed any damn one. <coughs> I don't know why he focuses on 51. A great deal now. Mr. Williams, who has survived a series of strokes affecting his speech, doubled down on his support for the Hollywood star who has been banned from the Academy for 10 years. So do you think that ban should be lifted? Definitely should be. Uh, it should be just one day or no more a week at the moment. Give him a week's suspension. Okay, so that's old school, man. That's uh, that's how you respond to something like that when you're an old timer. My God, that's fantastic. 
But Smith, no, not in attendance, of course. Blue State Rob says it was not an inappropriate joke. It was a non-blue joke. It was no big deal. It was a joke. Josh says, of course, this dude is from the old school Joe Jackson era of raising children. Um, all right, hang on. I'll be right back. My God. If it weren't for Richard Williams, we wouldn't have had Will Smith slap Chris Rock. So true. God, it was awesome. It led to that great thing that Chris Rock did last week, that Netflix special. All right. Before I wrap up with the asshole of the day, and by the way, I did buy dry erase markers, but I left them downstairs. A reminder. Um, first of all, Ben and Eric is Thursday of this week. Keep that in mind. Uh, we'll also have another edition of who are these Zanes tomorrow, tentatively smarter than a former drug dealer trivia with Dale taking on Steve. Thank you to Jenison pool and spa depot, six, one, six, four, five, seven, zero, five hundred. If you've always wanted a backyard in ground pool, Jenison Pool and Spa Depot is where to begin. You call anybody else, you're going to wait two years. It won't be this summer. It won't be next summer. It'll be the summer after that. Ugh. But Jeremy out the door just brought in two new crews to work for him. They're going to be installing eight pools each. They're about, they're planning now to start. So if you can get in, uh, as soon as possible, you can enjoy a good portion of the summer in your new pool. 616-457-0500 for your in-store consultation. 616-457-0500. Call and get that done. They are in uh, Jenison, Michigan, along Chicago Drive. And I tell you what, the facility is loaded with hot tubs. More than 20 for you to shop through. Check out all different levels, entry level or absolutely grand hot tubs. They service all pools. They service all hot tubs. If something goes south, all your chemicals and supplies are there as well. Jenison Pool and Spa Depot, drop in and say hello. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. 616-532-6600. Reach out to them whenever you have an issue with your vehicle. Servicing all makes and models. They have loaner cars available for you. 616-532-6600. Excuse me. For Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. Trusted place to get your vehicles repaired. Love A&E Heating and Cooling, Joe Martinez. 616-516-8579. If you have any trouble with your furnace set up, Reach out to A&E Heating and Cooling, 616-516-8579. If 
you need any scheduled maintenance, after-hours service call, or you're getting a new furnace or an AC unit, maybe new construction, maybe retrofitting an old home, 616-516-8579. Call today. And then lastly, batting last in the order, the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. 231-332-6505. Call from anywhere in the United States except for South Carolina, Maine, Alaska, and Hawaii. You're out. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. 231-332-6505. Whatever you need for a mortgage, whether getting pre-approved as you're getting set to go shopping for a home, money out of your existing home, refi, first mortgage, 10th mortgage, 15-year, 30-year, you name it, they've got you covered. 616. I'm sorry, 231-332-6505. Today's asshole of the day. Brought to you by TC Paintball. Congrats to the Grand Rapids bigots. Good God. Find something better to do with your time, you fucking morons. You are the assholes of the day. Congrats to you. Daisy and Bruce O'Neill over there, the NFK, Queen of the Forest, Buddy, Buddy Bobcat, Base, rest in peace, Milo, Lincoln, and Benny, the one-eyed wonder dog. I wish you a great day. I'll talk to you very soon on Patreon. Till then, have a good one, folks, and bye-bye. MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. 
New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.